Taylor. Yeah. Um, you know, I played that one. Because it's Kathy Cry's favorite Christmas song? Well, there's that. And it's a song that kind of kicked off the podcast because one of the first things we started talking about was it was either this or a TikTok video, uh-huh. which I use emblematic of the Gen Zers. And that was our first episode. Right. And um, this was in Ben Platt's The Politician the Show. Politician, yeah. Which to me was very indicative of Gen Z life. Yeah. And um, I didn't know it was a Christmas song because he sings it as friend's eulogy. Uh-huh. And then you knew the song though. Yeah. And then Kathy mentioned it like later on when we, yeah. I think in the Christmas episode. Very important so, part of our podcast. It's the middle of November now. Yeah. And I feel like that was a good compromise because it, it's not such a Christmassy song that it can trigger people like some Christmas songs can. Yeah, to I it. agree. By the way, I'm in the play Christmas music whenever you want camp for the record. Well, you love Christmas. Yeah. So. It's like one of the highest human achievements. Christmas? Well, not not Jesus being born. That was Jesus doing and Mary's, but right. and the spirits. But the um, the cultural expression of that is one of humanity's greatest things we've ever pulled off. You think so? Oh, I love it so much. Just yeah. love the warm fuzzies. I love Christmas. Yeah, it's, yeah, the warm fuzzies are so great. It's an occasion for greatness, and it's my favorite theological holiday. Yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying to think if I'm surprised by that. Um, Easter is supposed to be more important, but I counter that Christmas is just as important. Christmas, well, Advent, I suppose, is like, I think, incredibly important. Yeah, but I mean, that's like, I feel like a more us holiday, right? Like church calendar, like we wait, right? Right. Oh, yeah. Like Christmas is what God did. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, Taylor. Yeah. I don't want to get lost in the weeds with that, but okay. thanks for letting me play I some Joni it. Mitchell. Well, how about another week of great things? Another week? Okay, here's my first thing. Okay. Um, I'm going to say a name and you're going to tell me if I say it wrong. Okay. Emily Ratajkowski? Yeah, I don't really know how to say her last name. That sounds good to me, though. You know who that is? The model girl? Do you know why she's in my thing? Um, no, I'm not quite sure. Because she was commenting on Pete David's attractiveness. Pete Davidson? Yeah. They did a, well, they did a campaign together. So this isn't just you and Carrie Fisher. No. He's like an anomaly of women are attracted to him all over the world, even though he's not that good looking. Um, yeah. There's a charisma thing, I think. He does have charisma? Yes, that man does. You tell me Pete Davidson... Um, okay, that's charisma. Well, that's a character. He I know, plays. but what does Pete Davidson do? Like, that's his persona. Not not that, but like, he's not charisma. How you? Uh, What's his most charisma appearance? Josh, it's hard to explain. Yeah, I think I've, I'm just so fascinated by this. Um, well, for you know, he dated Ariana Grande. Like, he is pulling women. Attractive, beautiful women. And then most recently... He dated Grande? Yes. Most recently he Aren't was seen... Aren't they a lot different in age? With... No. Kim Kardashian. I've seen this Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Uh, Who else do you think is just kind of surprises you in culture that people think they're attractive? And I'm like, eh. 
Well, I'm not surprised by Pete Davidson because I am attracted I, to Pete Davidson. But can you at least admit, like, okay, you look at Brad Pitt, you look at Bradley Cooper, you look at, I don't know. Bradley Cooper does not do it for me. Uh, and this is the point. We all have preferences. But, like, there is these people who, like. I do feel like Brad Pitt say, is, like, objective. Yeah, I could say, like, I'm not attracted to them, but I get why they get put in this. Uh-huh. Like, I, I J-Lo. I've never been attracted to J-Lo. Right. But I get why people think she's beautiful. Right, of course. Right? Like, yeah. So there are those people. Uh-huh. Pete Davidson has <laughs> never crossed my mind to be in that category. He's not one of them. I yeah. think there are. I think a lot of people in the world are like, What? Yeah, thank you. I don't I think I think you're in the majority and I do, but I also think that it's like the majority seems very interested in why there are a minority of people yeah. that are like very interested. So Grande.com and Kardashian. Anybody else he dated? Um, well he dated uh Larry David's daughter for a long time. Like the guy from um Kirby Enthusiasm? Yes. You know, daughter. here's the other thing His about daughter. Grande and really Bieber. Uh-huh. These people are all mid-20s now or something, whatever hell they uh-huh. are. I, I can't stop thinking of them as like 13. Yeah. It's just weird to me. Like, why is he dating her? Isn't that statutory? Pete, yeah. Pete Davidson, I think, well, he's very young, you know. Oh. He started on well, SNL, young. SNL at like 20. Because he's been there a while. Yes. Okay. So, but he was like 20 when Ariana Grande started. Okay, well, um, Taylor. Yes. That's something. He was born in 93. So for you, is it like you look at him like, wow, that guy's saucy? Or is it like he's got a great personality and that's just, he's the lovable? Uh, so yeah, some of it is a, you know, personal preference. Mm-hmm. He's, um, I don't know. He looks... It's hard to describe, you know, personal, like, aesthetic preferences. Uh, but he um, looks high a lot of the time, and I do like something about that. And I don't know why. Um, he also is, like, a little of it, right, is he looks like he needs someone to be taking care of him. Yeah. Okay. And I could see two's gobbling that up. Right, exactly. Um... um and then some of it is like, um, that he is, um, it seems like a very confident person. Like he doesn't seem to super care what the like majority of people think about him. You know, this is not part of the attraction for me, but, um, while he was dating Ariana or after he dated Ariana Grande, uh-huh. One of the things that she sort of put into the out into the universe was um, that he had a very large um, feet. Wink, wink. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. And so then a lot of people termed that, you know, uh, watch out for the listener. I'm going to say something explicit as like uh, big dick energy. That what Pete Davidson has is like big dick energy. But I just always thought of that as a metaphor for a emotional state of being, not necessarily literal. Well, but that's what I'm saying. Right, sure. Well, but I mean, yeah, it did come from like a literal, like Ariana Grande said, yeah, yeah whatever. But like, I do think that energy, it's like a, that sense, that's the charisma I'm talking about. Like just a sense of like... 
Maybe it's that he, like, I think sometimes guys can seem insecure if they're over-aggressive. Mm-hmm. And it may be his docile nature. Maybe I'm being the wrong way. Is attractive? Yeah, he's very chill. Yeah. Um, you know who I would be attracted to? Who? If I were attracted to men. Oh, who? Um, Owen Wilson. Oh, yeah, because he seems so nice. Or And Luke Wilson. I just oh. think they're the greatest humans. They seem fun and yeah. like easy to be with. Yeah. And yes. Yeah. Yeah. And also the he's got that lovable thing too. Yeah. Almost. Also, I should say Pete Davidson is like um, not an anomaly in like the type of man I am attracted to. Who are some others? You mean like celebrities? Yeah. I don't know. I do find eight. Um, no, what's his name? The guy who did is did the Gucci movie with Lady Gaga. Gucci movie. Yeah, it hasn't come out yet, so oh. that's maybe not helpful. I'm thinking of. He did that Cooper. movie with Scarlett Johansson as well, where he like punches. Oh, Adam the wall. Driver. Adam Driver. I think Adam Driver is very. Attractive. Oh yeah, he. Okay, never mind. What do you mean? I'm, for me, he's like Pete Davidson. I keep getting blown away that he gets these roles. Really gifted actor. Very gifted. But yeah. I'm like not a knockout by any means. And it, but it's like, do you see? But also, it's like I mean, like in my life, like yeah. actual men. Yeah. Not that they're not; those people are not actual men, but like. Sure, celebrities are fake, like money. Right, like money. Um, wow, I loved that moment. Um, that was a nod to you, Taylor. Yeah. Billionaires so, are real, though. They're real. I've never denied their existence. Okay, all right. Well, that was enough on Pete Davidson. Okay. Okay. Um, well, guess who's running for governor of the state of Texas? The love of my life, Beto O'Rourke. I was thinking we have to be careful because this is under church umbrella. But um, yeah. I I have already said to two people now, you're one of them. I don't think he can win. You have said that. Yeah. Um, I mean, like you also said that in front of all of staff, I think. That's true. Um, you do, That you don't think he can win. And who's the other person? Can you share that? Yeah, I told Kelly Harp by Marco Polo. We've been talking about it. Well, what does she think? Oh, she thinks he can win. Yeah, me too. Also, very attracted to Beto O'Rourke. I get that. You I was do. Th- yeah, I was thinking this morning he's saucy. Interesting. I was watching his announcement video. Saucy. I thought his announcement was very lovely. I he's yeah to me he's very sleek. He's you know all these like, ooh I'm a I could be in GQ kind of you know that kind of vibe. And you don't feel that way about Adam Driver. Oh gosh no. That is so strange. To Adam me. Driver seems extremely intelligent to me. Yes. And like that part of him could be attractive. Yeah. But I just don't think he was physically attractive. Interesting. Um, yeah, so Beto O'Rourke is running. I was very, I mean, obviously, so we are speaking, mm-hmm. We this is not advice we're offering. We're yep. just speaking of our personal well, yeah, people politi- know our opinions if they listen to the political preferences. But um, I was just glad he finally announced. Do you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, and so remind me, he's not currently a politician, right? He's Ever not. since he ran for senator? Right, he didn't. I guess he's kind of just well established now. Uh-huh. He well, he has done to... a lot of work. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. Like in the state. Do yeah. you know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. like certainly in Texas. Do you think a guy like aware. that when he's not holding office, it just kind of lives off of super PACs or like his salary is drawn from political think tanks or how do they survive? Like, Well, he has a wife who has a job. Okay. But also I, th- I, th- I think I understand he comes from a wealthy family. Can I tell you this? Um, yeah. I, nobody loves their job more than Lindsey Carney. Mm-hmm. So that is good and true and beautiful. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I wish she was like a neurosurgeon. Sure. You know what I would do then? Not work. I'd stay at home. 
and yeah. I'd clean the house and make meals and stuff. You know what I think you could you would do actually? What? Is like um I think of you as like a Joel Weaver type guy. You know, his wife is a doctor. Oh yeah. I would get a PhD for the heck of it and be a lecturer. And then just like yeah. That would be the dream. Not have to work like, you know, kind of like if I don't get a class this semester. Yes, perfect. I don't get a class. I'll work on my Nintendo game or something. <laughs> right. Yeah, I that's what that. I that's what I would foresee for you. Yeah. I also too if, even if I just had like I mean, you know, this is a privilege statement, but even if I just had like to start with $50,000 of capital, mm -hmm. I could, I think I could do some really interesting things with like a side business. Sure. Yeah. Like a, a housing thing where I roll it into more and more loans and kind of grew a small empire that way. That'd yeah. be fun. I'd love that. Be a, a landlord, come by, fix a AC and talk to people I'm doing it. You'd be like a nice landlord. Yeah. Yeah. I think you'd love that. I'd love that. Okay, well, Lindsay's not rich, so we're <laughs> keep moving on. Keep holding. We'll um, but go Beto if that's what the Lord has for him. Yeah, I, I was, thought it was interesting that like first, like in the announcement, he mentions legalizing marijuana. Yeah, I did too. I kind of thought, hmm, I don't know that that's a campaign platform idea for Texas that you're going to win on, but people have been mentioning it for a long time. Yeah, well, obviously, uh, the crux of this 2022 debate is going to be the perceived failure by Abbott and the energy crisis. Right. And he um, did really mention that and hone in on that. So. And there's that. I And I had said to you yesterday, even before I knew Beto was running, I have felt like some of these Abbott policies have been Hail Marys. They, they seem to me to be policies derived by a man who's frightened and trying to regalvanize himself with a particular part of the base in Texas. Yeah. But the abortion law, the voting rights, I mean, those are, they feel extreme to me, mm -hmm. which I don't, I mean, he's always been a kind of stripe of conservative, but I, right. these have seemed extreme to me given his previous political record. Yeah. So. I mean, you know, the abortion bill was like on track months ago. Yeah. And it just like got implemented in September. Do um, you um do you think there's any traction to like the people uh, people keep saying the amount of Californians moving here? Do you mean that the state will turn blue or for that reason? No, like, no, I think they're all Republicans. The ones moving here? Yeah. Hmm. Like if anything, I want them to stay in California. Okay. I mean, not that. Obviously, I Republicans are like I like living with Republicans, but like as far as My voting, question was will they flip? And you as said far no. as voting goes, yeah. Okay, well, I'd wondered. Yeah, I don't think they're. But it's like some Silicon Valley people are wealthy and they're Democrats, like neoliberal Democrats. Yeah, but I yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't know. Okay, we'll see what happens. Um. I uh, have an update for you on our simulated existence. <laughs> okay. Gosh, I can't even remember where I was now. Like that we live in the Matrix? Oh, I was, I had dropped off my children. Well, there's actually a pretty reasonable explanation for this. Okay. Um, but um, we're going to just consider that it's not that. I dropped my children off, my foster children at daycare. And I always leave my phone in the car and I have my headphones in. And I walk into the facility and you know, do you have your ear pods? AirPods? I don't. Okay, so if you have them, when you um, you get out of the Bluetooth range, there's a noise that goes off, which means it just disconnected from your phone. Right. And the same thing when you reconnect, okay? Uh -huh. So it's like a verbal cue of what's going on. Yeah. And I was surely disconnected. So okay. that was this. And um, all of a sudden, 
I hear like just a blip of somebody talking in one one side of my headphones. Okay. Like way deep into the middle of this of church. Of you being like out of range. Yeah, out of range. And even if I was in range, why did my phone just randomly send something? Right, yeah. I think what's happening is I'm in the matrix. Okay. And there was a screw up and the the bot beings behind all of this accidentally sent me a, a thing. Oh, I see. Like it was a blip that I accidentally heard them behind the curtain. Right, 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 right. Yeah. You heard like um, further evidence. The Truman Show. Yeah, kind of that thing. Like the production team. Yeah, that that sort of thing. You guys okay up there? Yeah. Taylor just looked upward. I did. At the production team. Uh, What, can you tell me what the normal explanation is though? Well, Bluetooth technology, it may have, without permission, picked up something transmitting yeah. something somewhere okay. i don't know how that would happen but that would be my best guess okay but um if the um if the simulation is real i want the simulators to know i've spoken well of them repeatedly <laughs> and that if they want to change the game for me mm-hmm. in some kind of financial way with a blessing from above i will above. be very interesting in the simulation to watch okay did you um did you watch the Ryan Reynolds movie a few like a month or so ago? Good guy or something no. like that? No. Is that what that's about? Um, no. Well, it's not about a movie, it's about a it's like a he's a character in a video game. Oh, I would like that. I think you would, yeah. I didn't know that was a premise. I know Toph and Do you think he's good looking, Ryan Reynolds? It? No, he doesn't do it for me. Really? You don't like any of the mainstreams? No, yeah, I yeah, I don't. It's because he doesn't look like he needs to be taken care of? Um, no, I think it's like Who's the most competent person you're attracted to That didn't need your help Um The most And why do you like eights so much then What do you mean? Oh, cause eights don't need help Eights are like the independentest people ever I mostly know female eights Yeah, I guess so, so it's like that Roar says they have that veneer beneath where they're a little boy, little girl Soft, soft, soft They're little tiny soft hearts I like getting to see that um, Do you think threes like to be taken care of? Uh, threes like to be taken care of and then pretend they did it all themselves. <laughs> <laughs> For which for twos, I think, is like can get annoying, but also is like the the goal anyways is to be like, I'm so close to all the important people, but I'm behind the scenes. So like, yeah, there can be a good thing. Yeah. and But also it's like it's not always great because it's like. So, like, only actually people who know, know me and how important I am. Mm. But, like, the, you know, commoners. That also reminds me of four energy. Really? A little bit. They're content with that. Uh-huh. They don't need to be known by the masses. They just need to be known and by appreciated and felt understood by the right people. Yeah. Um, which number do you think needs the most caring? I think that probably depends based on who you are. Okay. Carrie, I, I know Carrie feels very differently than I do. Uh-huh. Like for her, it's like she freaking loves little like, um, uh, the, what are the numbers that are like mostly shy and introverted and stuff? The withdrawn like numbers? Withdrawing numbers. Whereas like for, you know, for me, withdrawing numbers can be really hard. Well, that would be, I bet Carrie loves fives. What? I bet she loves fives. She loves fives. She loves sixes. I Those think. are dependent numbers though. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Well, um, I just wanted you to know that I was hijacked by the Matrix. 
Okay, good. Yes, thank and you. And that for the Matrix that. has heard me on the record now, saying. And now they know. Winning lottery ticket numbers. Yeah, so. all of us. Um, okay, we had a request. I love when we get requests because it makes me feel appreciated and heard, and like people yeah. care. So our boss asked us to review the NBA situation. Yeah. There was a ball switch. I didn't even know this was happening until she sent this article. Was it Wilson or Spalding or Spalding or Wilson? It was Spalding and now it's Wilson. Okay, so for a long time listener, mm-hmm. Spalding has held a contract with NBA to produce all the balls that are used by the NBA. Yeah. Recently, this year, they this switched year? to Wilson. Yeah. And Got a that would contract. be a story in of itself, but this is what else is true about the NBA this year. The collective field goal percentage is way down. Is way down, historically down. Yeah. And so, is this causation or is this correlation? Is the question. And it seems some of the players are saying, well, some of the players are saying both, but it does feel a little crazy. Well, what would be the reason for the correlation if it was just correlation? What do you mean? Well, if it's just, it happens to be that the percentage is down the same year the ball switch, but it's not the ball's fault. Like, what would that be? I don't know. So causation. A mental block? For that sure. many people? Like, that's the thing about data. Data doesn't lie over that large of a swath of a sample pool. Well, but also, I mean, I think I think you would need more than one year. Right? What if yeah, they keep the same ball next true. year? Could they get used to the ball? Is that the that's thing? That's true. That's true. That's true. But if that's the case, I think it still makes the point that it is the ball. Right. Because didn't Anthony Davis say, like, the Spalding balls were softer? Yes. And these are would make sense. Yeah. More forgiving. The leather was like softer and nicer or something. Yeah. Ugh, I do love a good leather ball. I do too, as long as it has tack and you can grip it. Yeah. I don't like it when it's like dried out and it just slides off your fingers. It gives me the... I kind of like it when it's like so soft, you know? Yeah. But I like like the oily feel. Like uh-huh. it's got... Yeah. So you can really yeah. get it. Yeah. Fast but... moving game, you know? Yeah. <laughs> You need the ball to do what you muscles tell it to do. Yeah. And if it's not gonna, well then gosh darn it. Um, so, yeah. So, Speaking of it, the Bucks are terrible. They're six and eight now. No, they're not terrible. Chris Milton comes back Wednesday when they play the Lakers. Great. The Lakers are also terrible. Right. It's parody this year. Like legitimately though. The Bulls are good. The Mavs parody. are good. Yeah. The West is kind of shaping up how it's supposed to be. I have a friend from Chicago. And, well, she's from the town I live in, but her husband is from Chicago. They live in Chicago now. Mm-hmm. And I'm always like, I think it would be so crazy to be a sports fan from Chicago. Why? Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs, Bulls, Bears? Well, first of all, two baseball teams is mind-blowing to me. I know New York has the same situation. So L.A. Um, and kind of if you count the Bay Area as one area, they've got a lot of dual sports teams. Really? Yeah, you had the Oakland A's and the um, San Francisco Giants. I never remember. They used that. to have the Raiders and the Niners. To the Raiders, I also moved. think like growing up, the Bulls were just such like such a giant. They were the biggest thing in the nineties. Yeah, the yeah. like the biggest. I think maybe you could maybe make the argument like globally sports team, like not just well, basketball. I just always though I, I I don't have my bearings on soccer. Sure. It's just the rest of the world. NBA does have a global presence. Yes. Even more so because of people like Dirk and... Right. Um, Luca. Luca And, I mean, there's a lot of folks who... Like Giannis, Greece. And so much... Uh, I feel like there's a big Australian presence now. Yeah. Australia. I can't think of anybody, though. 
um, who's Clint Capella's from France. Mm-hmm. Just they're all over now. Yeah. So that really helps their marketability, and yeah. it's a game that can be played pretty much anywhere. Yeah. But I still think soccer is the global game. Oh, absolutely. But I do think nationally in the 90s, the Bulls yes. were like the biggest thing. Yes, you're right. And I just wonder what it would have felt like growing up. I mean, you know, I grew up a Mavs fan. We'd like never. Uh-huh. In the 90s, it was like, what the heck yeah. was going on? You know what I mean? Yeah, they so, didn't have good teams. No. Jason Kidd was about it. I love Jason Kidd, though. He's a good one. Didn't they draft him? Mm-hmm. It was a big, it was like a big freaking deal because, you know, he was the first like anything we ever got. Yeah. Because we were a new franchise or whatever. Okay. okay. Taylor. Yeah. What did you think about the Baylor field goal? Uh, obviously, it's the right thing to do. I hated it. What is wrong with you? What do you mean? I understand. Well, I should say this. I didn't understand why he did it until he explained it. Mm-hmm. That at least was legitimate. Like there was yeah. a reason. I just think the scenario where that gets to be used is very, very slim. Okay. But then what if it happens and you didn't do it? How much are you kicking yourself? I guess. I just think he'll, I just think that's going to... I think there's a subtle agreement about sports and that had bad optics. What is a life. subtle agreement? That you are, you are kind and merciful to each other when it's... When it doesn't count or matter. Yeah. But that did count and matter. Well, I guess. I mean, I think they need to reconsider... What that rule promotes in terms of sportsmanship then. Also. What do you mean? I don't even know what this argument is. I'm a little confused that this is the your take. Well, before you knew it was because of the tiebreaker, didn't you think this is insane? This is a bad move, Aranda. Um, okay, so I have to be perfectly honest. Yeah. We, in order, my brother came down uh-huh. and he needed to get back to town. And so in order to like. You had to leave early. We didn't, I mean, we didn't leave early. We left with like. Like, people were rushing the field. Oh, okay. When they weren't supposed to. Gotcha. And so it's like, we walked out, we didn't see the field goal, we heard about it later. And then almost immediately, like, when I heard about it, Mm -hmm. I also knew why. Oh, I didn't know about the tiebreaker rule. Um. Well, anyways, I, I think that... That's the sort of things that other teams watch and becomes like a. I feel like Aranda is like such a nice guy. I don't think he's not a nice guy. That like, I know we got, I feel like in the, for, well, whatever, you know, I know Baylor doesn't like to talk about like the Bryles era for good, good reason. But I feel like he would do things like that in like the pettiest way. But I feel like Aranda doesn't uh, even at this point does not have a history of like doing things for petty reasons he does mm-hmm. them for smart reasons and mm-hmm. so to me that is also like a that is also that factors in i guess hmm. also OU scored a touchdown with two seconds left on tcu yeah and they were up by like a lot okay jerks <laughs> Somebody made a good point to me though. I'm like, that Oklahoma's never going to forget that, and it, it, like you're adding fodder for them to. But then, like, what for two more games that we play them? I'm like, okay, yeah. I, I think guess. they'll be gone before that too. Yeah. I um, I think they're going to lose to Oklahoma State too. They're going to have two losses. You do? Yeah. 
I mean, if they so if they lose to Oklahoma State, uh-huh. then like that really is, and we don't lose to Kansas State, which I do think is like yeah, a question mark. That is for sure a question. Mark. Um, then it's like that is exactly when we need those like when we need to have won. If by. they if Oklahoma State beats Oklahoma, and we both went out, uh-huh. then it's just us versus Oklahoma State for the Big Twelve Conference. Doesn't matter what the score was. It doesn't. No, because we both would have two losses, and we beat them head to head, or head to head. Head to head to head. Um, okay. So the field goal was in case um, Oklahoma loses next week, and then Oklahoma beats Oklahoma State. Then we beat Oklahoma. Oklahoma beat Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State beat us. We all have two losses. Okay. So. That's what that was. I think. Hey, Mom. I don't know. Everyone, my mom just walked in. Oh, no, it's so fine. Hi. Oh. I'm good. How are you? Okay, listener, we're going to hit pause for a second. We'll come back to you in a minute. And listener, we're back. We are back. It's good to have a visit from Karen Carney, though. It was. Um, I feel like... Go ahead. Karen is the best. She's a very kind human being. Very. What was the second word? You kind. Uh huh. Hey, uh, this is a segment we're gonna now do called words that Josh cannot pronounce with ease. Okay. You know what I can never just roll off the tongue? What? Humiliated. There, I got it right. Yeah, you did. Humiliated. Hum- humiliated. Humiliated. What, which part of it do you think is? Sometimes I, I try and do so it's H U M hum and I try another add to do another U there humiliated and it's not it's humiliated oh. mm-hmm. humiliated that one and then today I was at um for lunch I went to um that's oh, a chain there by the tractor supply shop mm. where University High School used to be Greek food oh uh, D's no uh, that's over by me. Yeah. No, it's like a. I would say this is sexist, but like females prefer to go here for their. Oh um. I see. I see. Um. What is the place? So they're good vegetable things and stuff. Yeah. Um. It's by the chilies. Yeah, kebabs. Yes, next to chilies. Next to chilies. Right there. And it's so called something. That place. Um. I was there and I tried to order a cauliflower bowl, cauliflower rice bowl. Cauliflower. You got it right. Cauliflower. Yeah. Cauliflower. Some people say cauliflower. Some people say cauliflower. Sure. Like Cali- pecans and But pecans, I couldn't I get it out for some reason. Oh. Does that ever happen to you? Certain words are just like mouth. Yeah. Now imagine you're preaching. Blech. No, I couldn't. Yeah. I remember, I would say, I remember, this is probably not true at this point, but certainly when I only preached like a handful of times, I could vividly remember every single time I flubbed a word. Mm. I flub them all the time. I talk too fast. Well, I but I think it's like you probably get used to it, but yeah. it feels... My mouth trips over itself sometimes. Yeah, or if I speak wrong and I say this sentence out of order, mm-hmm. I get like so nervous that some it's going to change the entire way somebody hears the sermon. Well, uh, Taylor. Yeah. That's the amount of words I can't say right now. Okay. Okay, I'm going to move on. Okay. Now is the part of the show where we... Rank our musicals. Okay. <laughs> you made right. it sound like we're going to be ranking musicals every week. No, that's true. This is a one-time deal. Okay. okay here's how I decided to make my list. Okay. The I went with films I've seen. Okay. That I think this is the order I'd want to see them 
if I had a chance to see them turned into high high octane Broadway pr- musicals. Okay. Okay. Um, so this isn't necessarily my order for the films themselves. Did you memorize it? No, I have it written down here. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. Um, nor is it the um, the not necessarily just the best versions of these I have seen. It's like if these could be musicals on Broadway, I could see. I think it's this okay. You ready? Yes. In the ten spot. Okay. Wizard of Oz. Okay. Number nine. Uh huh. Once. Okay. Number eight. Yeah. Phantom of the Opera. Interesting. You could see that. Yeah, that's true. That is one that's there. Okay. Yeah, I just haven't. Though. I think Phantom of the Opera is an insane musical. Okay. No, that's not how it goes. Yeah. No. Wait. You know what I'm trying to do. Yeah, that's all. Okay, ready? Yeah. Seven. Pop six. Lipschitz. So that's Chicago. She had it coming. No, he had it coming. <laughs> he, had he had it coming. All right, number six. Um, you want me to sing again? Yeah. Uh, Roxanne. Wait. Okay, Mulan Rouge. Yes, very good. Okay. One word. Gonna wash that man right out of my hair. Gonna wash that man right out of my I hair. I should know this one. That is South Pacific. Oh. Okay. Number four. Lots of criticism of South Pacific. The Well Fargo Wagon. It's a coming, coming down, down the street. Um, the Music Man. Yep. Okay. Oh. Uh, number three. Um, I'm trying to not pick the main song because there's there's some other ones. Uh-huh. Make them laugh. Make them laugh. Make them laugh. Yeah. Is that the is um Moses supposes his roses are toeses. Moses supposes erroneously. Is that also singing the rain? Or is that um, White Christmas? It's not White Christmas. Okay, yeah, I think it's Singing in the Rain. Yeah. Moses supposes his toes are roses and Moses supposes erroneously. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, so that was number three. Number two? Uh-huh. Clang, clang, clang goes the trolley. Oh! Ding, ding, ding goes the bell. Thump, thump, thump goes, goes my, my heartstrings. What? Wait. What is that? That was the musical? Yeah. I'm going to give you one more hint. Okay. I think it was the occasion um, for which we got the song. Um, uh, she sings at the end. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Oh. No, maybe that was Cole. Uh-huh. Is that the Christmas song? I don't I don't think so. Anyways, it's uh, Meet Me in St. Louis. Meet Me in St. Louis. When she's talking to Tootie and they go and she breaks up the snowman they make because they're going to move out of St. Louis. Yeah. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. By the way, Judy Garland had some pipes. Oh, my Holy gosh. Holy cow, could she she's sing? She's amazing, I feel. Yeah. All right, number one. Mm-hmm. King Kong. No. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> that, in terms of spectacle, will never be able to be beaten. Um, no, my number one is. Mm-hmm. I want to do another non-traditional song. Okay. My one love affair didn't get, get anywhere, anywhere from the start. Wait, is that White Christmas? Yep. Oh, I don't have my White Christmas sisters, sweater on today. Sisters. They were never sisters. Okay, your turn. My turn. I don't think we set the terms of how we were supposed to. Yeah, no, to. you have to make them up. 
Okay, I did. I have you my You get own. to make up the terms. They're not... Um, they're not in order in order it's just like these are my top 10 favorite musicals these they are, my top are 10 favorite musicals. some of them are movies and like broadway shows musicals and broadway shows and one of them it's like um most of them for me are like shows i've seen live can we let's do a thing where i guess them you okay. give me some kind of hint like i sang for you okay um in the whatever order because sometimes you don't do 10 you just do like eight like you did your snl character list yeah but i have 10 okay good number 10 well okay you have to sing a song from it (laughs) okay one of them for the record it's like the one i think of in my head yeah is it was a tv version that's also a movie that's fine okay great i'm gonna have to think of songs um okay so this one is let's see I don't. I just don't know what song you'll recognize. Okay. Um, it's like. Uh, red, the blood of angry men. Oh, is that um Jesus Christ Superstar? No. Uh, was that one day more? Yeah. Do you know what that is? Yeah, it's called um, less miserable. Less miserables. Yes. Okay. Next. Um. Okay, this one is an overlap for us, although I am thinking of a stage version. And it's, oh, the Wells Fargo. We're going to thaw, calm and down. Uh-huh. Gary, Indiana, Gary, Indiana. Gary, Indiana, my home sweet home. Oh, we got trouble? Right here in reverse. That starts with D, that rhymes with P, that stands for cool. I do think had the Lord blessed me with a singing voice, uh-huh. I could have been a, a stage actor with singing and stuff. Uh-huh, I think so. I think I could have had the presence. Although it's very hard. It is like, you have to do it. <laughs> Not saying it's not. A lot of hard work. Right, yeah. I uh, would do the hard work. Yeah, I think you would. But Okay, next. So that was the music man. Number seven. Uh, and then this is, I'm trying to think. I can't think of like the main song, and I don't know if you'll recognize it. Try that. me. Okay. Uh, it's like, I can't remember the names, but it's like, hi, Helen. Hi, Alice. What's the story? Morning glory. What's the tale? Nightingale. Have you heard about Hugo and Kim? Going steady. Going steady. I was in a production of this one time. Um, Bye Bye Birdie. It was Bye Bye Birdie. Okay, next. Okay. I let my phone close. A mistake. Um, uh, ooh, I, I can't think of any songs from this one. Okay. Um, but it was recently a... Uh, in the last like decade, I think mm-hmm. a movie. Okay. Zac Efron's in it. Yep. And so not High School Musical. Not High School Musical. Zac Efron was in a musical. Uh huh. That was a movie. Uh huh. Okay. And I don't know why I can't think of any of the songs. You know what I've never seen? What? Into the Woods. <gasps> I do like Into the Woods. And I've never seen Wicked. Not on my list because. Is anybody else in it besides Zac Efron? It didn't make it. Um. Amanda Bynes is in it. Yeah, I haven't seen her since What a Girl Wants. Um, Queen Latifah's in it. Okay, tell me. Uh, Hairspray. Oh, yeah. Wasn't John Travolta in that? Yes, that was the next person I was going to say. Okay. Um, that might have given it away for me. Okay. Next. Um... Okay, I'm going to say a... We're at five now? Yeah. Okay. A word. So it's like... 
uh, <laughs> I don't know. I know you've seen it. So, like, how does a bastard orphan, son of a whore, and a oh, Scotsman. Oh, uh, is that Hamilton? Yeah. Okay. I've not seen it, but I've heard every song somehow. You have? I it, thought you saw it on, on the TV. No, I don't watch it. Josh, Kids watch it. It's so like, upsetting. Yeah, well. Um, this is, is, a also, mo- is also a movie written by Tina Fey. Okay. It's oh, not a mean musical. Girls. Mean Girls. Yeah. Next. Um, dun, 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 a movie. Dun, dun, well, this is a <laughs> musical you saw recently on oh, stage. Oh well, that is called um, uh, <laughs> "Come From Oi." Yeah, that was. It's fantastic. really up there for me. It's so good. The it story. was so good. Um, Wait, that means maybe I've arrived then. If I've already seen the best one, it's just downhill from here. <laughs> no, I told you these are not in any particular. Oh, okay, order. number two. Um. We talked to Let's see. That city, remember? I've got, yeah. I don't think you'll know this musical. I've got, uh, got my sister. I still see her now. She may not be here. Rent? No. Okay. It's the color purple. Oh, I haven't seen that one. Ooh, Josh. That one's existential, I think. I think I've, uh, I've wanted to use it. In a sermon? In a sermon. You should. There's YOLO. A, it's a long song, so I think I'd have to like clip it okay but there's a song at the end where she's just talking about how she's learned to like throughout her life like love herself mm. and it also is like kind of spiritual i can I'll, help you clip it i'll use it for sure at some point okay next um this is number one no wait one two three four five six seven eight nine this is the la- second to last one there's okay. one more after this this is number two you I think you would know this one. Um, in my own little corner, in my own little chair, I can be whoever I want to be. Yeah, I've heard this. And there's a bunch of people singing this. Is it Oliver? Well, no, it's just one person singing this song. No, but it, okay. Some people eventually like join in, though. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Da, 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 da. On the wings of my fancy, I can fly anywhere. And the world will open itself to me. Yeah, why have I heard this? Is it, um, it's not Fiddler on a Roof, is it? Mm-mm. I do like Fiddler on the Roof. Okay, what is it? Cinderella, but especially the Brandy version. Okay, L- Lillian and must Whitney play Houston. that all the time. That's how I probably... I've heard her, I think I've heard her sing from it before. Yeah, yeah so. okay, that's how I know that. Um, the last one, I don't think, I don't think you would know. It's not very well known in general. Okay. It's written by Steve Martin. And oh, yeah, you told me about this. Yeah, it's called Bright Star. Bright Star. Okay, very cool. You know, um, I will say now that I've I've made a kind of foray into musicals, because mm-hmm. really before King Kong, I hadn't. Right. And um, and really since we started this podcast, my evolution of understanding, it's, not, it's now not so absurd to me that Lin-Manuel Miranda wrote Hamilton. Okay. Because ultimately every, every topic you cover is going to feel absurd. Well, and it, yeah, you have to suspend disbelief. Well, more and not than just, just in like terms of the the surrealism of the thing, but uh-huh. just like why the specificity of the topic. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you write a musical about a group of people in Canada who had their mm-hmm. uh, town crowded on nine eleven? Right. Right. Yeah, it's all of it. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's that. Thanks for participating. Of course, I thought it was very fun. Well, in the spirit of this, Taylor, I have a little little uh, quiz cooked up for you. Okay, well, I, well, I have one thing I want to talk about before yeah. we move on. Oh, yeah. And that is this. So, as you, I mean, know, if you are not living under a rock, 
Taylor Swift released some music last week. Okay. Were you aware of that? I didn't know that. Are you being serious? <laughs> serious. That is insane to me. Okay. But do you know she's in the process of re-recording and re-releasing all of the albums that she does not personally own? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So like... Um, Can you do that? Can you... Yeah. Oh, well, good for her. And so... And she... She like tried to buy her music back and they wouldn't let her. You know, she wanted to own it personally. Okay. And the, the answer was like no or whatever. Yeah. And um, so she's been re-releasing. This is like the second album. Okay. And much of it is about her short relationship with Jake Gyllenhaal and mm. how he was very mean to her. Like while and sort of in the way that they sort of ended things. Like while they were together and also then. Can I ask a question about Taylor Swift? You can. Or does this can interrupt? You haven't gotten to your point yet. No, but you can ask a question in the middle, I think. I feel like a lot of her songs are about people she dated and broke up with. Um, I don't know that that's fair. Okay. I, I think especially when she was younger. I mean, you know, think about yourself at 17. Like, what is the thing you're thinking about most? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So she's been kind of famous since she was like 15. Um, but also, yeah, I think a lot of songs are sort of emotional and about relationships generally. And I don't know, but she does have a very large portion of things that are like not about that. And also, I mean, like that's part of her life experience. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So there's that. Um, but second of all, she has a song, like a very well-loved song by all of her fans okay. called All Too Well. Okay. And it's very beautiful. It's very emotional. Um, and it's like nine minutes, you told me. Well, it's uh, originally, it's, it was like three minutes long. Okay. And then, there, but there was rumored to be a 10-minute version. Oh. And so she released, as part of these re-releases, she's like um, some releasing some music for the first time that like she recorded but that never got released or whatever mm. and so she released this 10 minute version and uh i keep seeing people say on tiktok like the first the three minute version of all too well is like ah she was in love and now she's sad or something like that mm. and the 10 minute version of all too well is like oh this man is a predator because she did date jake date jake gyllenhaal when she was like 20 and he was like 30 or she was 19 and he was 30 or something like I that. I didn't know about that. Yeah. Well, I do think with celebrities, it's like, you know, they're kind of fake. And mm -hmm. so people don't always. Yeah. Like when, you know, a couple is dating. Can I just be honest though? That. Yeah. I just don't care. Yes. Okay. That's fair. Not that about the, your enthusiasm, just that she was 19 and he was 30. And you don't care about that? Well, it's legal, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, and I mean, didn't she choose to be with him? Yes. Well, that brings up a whole other situation. She did I mean, but the, well, the power dynamic between a thirty-year-old and a nineteen-year-old is like. Yeah, I mean, so like intense. Jake Gyllenhaal grew up. Right. Exactly. But like, I don't know. She was interested, right? Uh, I don't think this the like this the point of like the song is like he was bad because he was thirty. It does sort of bring up. I mean, you think about that in light of the other things, but it is like all of the other things you learn about in this version of the song oh. and how well, he sort of acted and behaved towards her. Hmm. 
I'm so surprised that you didn't hear about. She any should of date this. Pete Davidson. She is dating, and actually, many people speculate she is married, but has not told anybody oh. to a guy named Joe Alwyn. Uh, what's he do? He's an actor. Here's my theory on celebrities. Okay. They have a better chance of a successful marriage if one of them's not a celebrity. Yeah, I do think he's mostly um, successful in like the UK, which is where he's from. Um, like uh, George Clooney is married to this just spectacular individual who is like a civil or like a lawyer. Yeah, she's famous. So she's an international like lawyer, like crimes lawyer. Yeah, but she wasn't a celebrity. She's very competent. She was powered. famous before she did married. Oh, really? George Clooney. Yeah. Okay, bad example then. Amal. Um, but like celebrity in what way? Like would um, she have ever sort been sort of like people? an international celebrity? Yeah, I think she'd been in people before. Also, yeah. she's like so beautiful. I agreed, but yeah. I just thought, oh, okay. Um, you know who I always kind of strike? I, well, no, that's I guess she had an acting career too. Oh, let's say Rita Wilson. And Tom Hanks. I do think. Well, I think maybe I just love Tom and Rita. No, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson. Yeah, that's a good one. They yeah. seem normal. Yeah, they are both famous, though, but yeah. they still seem like normal people. Just Tom Hanks is so famous. I know. Okay, you ready for the quiz? I am ready for the quiz. All right, this is why I um, cut you off before and just went right into it, because it's about musicals. Oh, sorry, excuse no, me. No, I mean, I should have asked you and set that up better. But still. Let me just check my list and make sure I got I through I love everything. talking about musicals. Oh, no, I have a movie review. What? I have a movie review before we do the quiz. Oh, okay. Guess Great. we watched last night on Netflix, Love Hard. Uh-huh. Um, it's it was like number two trending. You know how they trend. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes. And um, it is a Christmas movie, Christmas love rom com. Okay. And it's you know it's it's not it's better than Hallmark. I feel like Netflix does one or two of these every year, and they're kind of like yeah, they're not like as quality as like classic Christmas movies. Well, no. Like Love Actually or Christmas Vacation or some of these ones. Yeah, they're not. Gonna, they're not going to make the like every year list or whatever. This was definitely one of the better ones I've seen. Really? Yes. What's it about? Um, there's a gal who meets a person on a dating site, and she's in Los Angeles, and he's in um, Lake Placid, New York, which is part of the reason I like it, because I like that area. Yeah. And um, so he says, oh, gosh, wish we could be together for Christmas. Uh-huh. So she decides to fly across the country and surprise him, only to find out that she's being catfished. Oh, <gasps> no. She used another guy's... Photo? Uh-huh. So he's like, well, hey, you're here. I know you're so mad. I actually know that guy. I'm going to set you up with them. Let's work at this together. Okay. And so then, like, she stays with him for the week, even though she he's helping her find this. And then, guess they what fall happened? In love. Well, Taylor, I'm not going to spoil it for you. Okay, okay, yeah. All right. Okay. So, see, love hard. Okay. I think the ending's very clever. The okay. the way they play with other Christmas movies and ideas is is, is good. I, like I mean, that. again, it's it's a little threadbare at moments, and it's not the quality. But I'm like, for a free movie, it's great. Right, absolutely. It's like Christmas Chronicles. That was a Netflix one. I thought was great. Oh yeah. Yeah. There was a there was one with um, I think it might have been on Hulu, okay. but it had Kristen Stewart and Dan Levy. Oh, last that came Christmas. out last year. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there. That's some bigger actors, so that's a big deal. Yeah. Okay. Ready. Uh-huh. Below are 100 Broadway songs from the 10 highest grossing musicals of all time. Your job is to sort through them to sh- and the shows they belong to. Oh, gosh. Okay. Okay. If you if you know it, tell me the musical right away before I give you the options. Okay. All that jazz. Chicago. No, it's not from Chicago. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is? Okay. Yep. 
Uh, Hakuna Matata. The Lion King. Yep. Defying Gravity. Wicked. Wow, I didn't know that one. Dancing Queen. Dancing Queen. Uh, Mamma Mia. Yeah. You have any- Belle. I mean, I would have to guess Beauty and the Beast. It's a choice. I dreamed a dream of dreaming dreams. <laughs> Limits. Yep. Think of me. Think of me. Do you need choices? Hold on. Think of me fondly. Uh, the Phantom of the Opera. Okay. Hello. <laughs> okay, that's the song. Uh, what are the options? Book of Mormon, Jersey Boys, Phantom of the Opera. Oh, uh, Book of Mormon. I just can't wait to be king. Yep. Memory. Memory cats. That's what I'm slated to see on Sunday. Oh, cats is insane. Um, castle on a cloud. Limits. Really? Wow, yeah. you're good at this. Cell block tango pop squish. Something there. On a cloud. Uh, Beauty and the Beast. Popular. Wicked. Wow. Popular. Do you hear the people sing? Do you hear uh, the limits? Circle of Life. Lion King. This is only been like four musicals, I feel like. Top ten grossing. Oh. Jellicle Ball. <laughs> Cats. Rafiki Mourns. <laughs> Lion King. Oh, I see. You're just getting into one of these ten, all these songs. Okay. Yeah. McCavity the Mystery Cat. Cats. Angel of Music. Phantom of the Opera. Okay. Walk Like a Man. What are the options? Jersey Boys, Cats, Wicked. Must be Jersey, Jersey Boys. Boys. Yeah. yeah. One Day More. Lamest. I even knew that one. Baptize Me. What are the options? Book of Mormon. I'm guessing that's it. Chicago or Phantom of the Opera. Uh, yeah, Book of Mormon. Masquerade. Cats? Phantom of the Opera. Phantom of the Opera. Which one? They're both choices. I think Phantom of, uh, Phantom of the Opera. Okay. I believe. <laughs> oh, Book that, of War. That's like the funny song I know. Yes. Money, money, money. Is that the op- is that the song? Yeah. What are the options? Mamma Mia, Jersey Boys, Book of Mormon. Uh, Must be Jersey Boys. Jersey Boys? You don't know that. Oh, well, was our first one was wrong. That was Mamma Mia. Oh. I'm not that girl. <laughs> Wicked. I don't know how that song goes. I'm in. not that girl. Be our guest. Beating the beast. Be. Can't take my eyes off of you. Do, 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 do. What are the options? Jersey Boys, Wicked, Lion King. Jersey Boys. Jersey Boys. Every time yeah. we don't know, we guess Jersey Boys. When you're good to mama. When you're good to mama. Oh, I know what that's from. Um, Chicago? Yep. Yeah. Stampede. The Lion King. Yep. Um, knowing me, knowing you. What are the options? Less miserable, Lion King, Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia would have to be my guess. Okay. Wishing you were somehow here again. Wishing you were. Phantom of the Opera? Music of the Night. Phantom of the Opera? Is that the song? (laughs) Razzle Dazzle. Chicago. For Good. Wicked. Can you feel the love tonight? Can you feel Lion King? December 1963. Oh, what a night. Oh, Mama Mia. No. no. Jersey Boys. Yeah. Dang it. All-American Prophet. <laughs> Book of Mormon. Lady Gaston. Amber. Beauty and the Beast. Master of the House. Back in 63. Master of the House. Les Mis. 
Quick to catch his We name. both reach for the gun. Chicago. No good deed. No good deed goes unpunished. Wicked. Dawn, go away. What are the options? Jersey Boys. <laughs> and then what else? Lion King, Beauty and the Beast. Okay, yeah, Jersey Boys. Little Lot. No act of charity. Uh, what are the options? Phantom of the Opera, Less Miserable, Wicked. Little that? Lot? Yeah, L-O-T-T-E. L-O-T-T-E. Oh, Little Lottie. Body, sorry. Uh, what are the, wait? What are the options again? Phantom of the Opera, Less Miserable, Wicked. Uh, Phantom of the Opera. We finally got you stumped. Yeah, oh, you were right. Lay all your love on me. Mamma mia. Lay all your journey love to heaven side lair. Me. What journey to heaven side lair? What are the options? Wicked or cats? Cats. Yes. Human again. Beauty and the Beast. Be prepared. What are the options? Well, I picked it for you. Oh. Uh, Wicked Lion King Cats. Oh, Lion King? Yep. Okay. That's when Scar's singing. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. Honey, honey. What are the options? Honey, honey. Bum, 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 yeah, bum, that song. Bum. Jersey Boys? Nope, it was Mamma Mia. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Dancing Through Life. Dancing Through Life. Wicked. Down at the Oscars. Turn it off. Turn it off? Yeah, Lion King, Wicked, Book of Mormon. No, not Lion King, I know that. So it's either Wicked or Book of Mormon. Book of Mormon, I think. Yes. Why so silent? Oh, great question. What is the... What is Phantom that? of the Opera, Cats, Jersey Boys. Jersey Boys. Cats, Jersey Boys. Oh, yeah, probably Jersey Boys. Nope, it was Phantom of the Opera. Oh. Fallen Angel, Jersey Boys, Lion King, Wicked. Fallen Angel is Jersey Boys. Yes. Our Last Summer. Ooh, what are the options? Book of Mormon, Mamma Mia, Cats. Book of Mormon, Mamma Mia. I haven't seen those. Maybe Mamma Mia? Mamma Mia, yes. My Mr. Cellophane? Cellophane, uh, Chicago. Mr. Cellophane. Oh, yeah, that's right. Should have been my name. That's um, when um, John C. Riley sings. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Cellophane. All I ask of you. Phantom of the Opera, Less Miserable, Wicked. All I ask, Phantom of the Opera. Okay, he lives in you. <laughs> Is it Book of Mormon? Oh. I'm singing the song. What is? I know, but I don't. What are the options? He lives in you. Oh, um, Look Lion harder. King. Yeah, Lion King. Super Trooper. Ooh. What are the options? Jersey Boys. Okay. <laughs> Jersey Boys. Nope. Mamma Mia. Sorry. It's fine. I am here for you. I am here for you. Book of Mormon, Fan of the Opera, Lion King. Book of Mormon. It's got to be. Yeah, I think so. Yes. Wizard and I. The Wizard. Wicked. I can't do it alone. Wicked, Chicago. <clears throat> got to be Chicago. No. Wicked. Wait, maybe Chicago, yeah. Yes. Who am I? Who am I? Lamus. Two. Baggin. Four. Six. What Caps, are the options? Baggin? B A G G I N? B E G G I N. Oh, Baggin. Jersey uh, Boys, Book of Mormon Cats. What was the first one? Jersey Boys, Book of Mormon Cats. Uh, Baggin. Cats would bag, wouldn't they? Give me some food from the table. Oh, yeah. Cats. Let's cats. Nope. Jersey okay. Boys. Home. 
Home. Mamma Mia, Chicago. Beauty and the Beast. Uh, let's say Beauty and the Beast. Correct. My on my own. Mamma Mia, less miserable Jersey Boys. On my own, Lemus. I sang that song in my senior talent show. If I can't Pretending love her. If I can't love her. Yeah. What are the options? Is, Wicked, Phantom, is Phantom of the Opera yes. in there? Okay, Phantom of the Opera. Uh, Beauty and the Beast. It was Beauty and the Beast? Mr. Mistopheles. <laughs> Cats. Moment of happiness. Oh, what are the options? Cats, Less Miserable, Book of Mormon. Book of Mormon. You know what? I'm going to have to... Say where we've done enough. Let me try and be wrong whether it was cats. One short day. One short day. Wicked. In the Okay, yeah, it just keeps adding these. I think we have a lot of them to go still, so I'm going to just say you did a really good job. How many have we done? I don't know, because it doesn't, like, give you a real time. It, like, generates the next one after you finish the previous one. That was pretty fun. Yeah. Well, what a good... You you know, you got, like, three wrong. You got 47 out of 50. Oh, wow. You get uh, 96. Wow. So Taylor is a quiz master champion. Well, guess what, Taylor? What? Time for a word from our sponsor. Sponsors. Taylor. Joshua. You know what the, one of the hottest things about the Waco area is right now? Um, The restaurants. No, the housing market. Oh, yeah. Maybe the commercial real estate market, too. Yeah, that's true. But, boy, never a better time to have a really good realtor. Never. And never. we have a good one for you. The best one. Today's episode is brought to you by Taylor Beard. Yes. Taylor works for Roots UBC. Realty Group in Waco here. Yeah. You can email her at taylor at rootrealtygroup.com or give her a call at 713-826-6964. Taylor will meet all of your um, housing needs. She Absolutely. She can appraise it. She can uh, inspect it. She can sell it. She can get you the best price. Yeah. She can... Work the things to get you the best equity loan. Yeah, she absolutely. does all the things. Taylor's a star, a uh, shooting star. Yeah, I mean, and uh, has a prior career doing uh, social media, cutting edge stuff. Absolutely. So you know your homes are going to be marketed, presented in the most relevant, best, cutting edge way possible. Beautiful ways. Taylor has made her clients um, sometimes up to thirteen percent more than they initially thought they could get for their houses. Wow. Yeah. And so what a, um, she's amazing. I know she's only been doing it for a year and she's already way goes number three realtor in McLennan County. Mm -hmm. So de delivering very promising results well on her way to the number one spot. It's Taylor Beard with Root Realty Group. And I don't know what the parent company name is, but we're going to steer you to Root Realty Group here in Waco Root Realty for Group. a great house selling or house buying experience. Yeah. Simply the best. <laughs> better than all the rest. That's, that's what Taylor Beard is. Nailed it. Okay. And thank you, Taylor. Thanks, Taylor. We're back. Simply the best. Yeah. Well, you know what we got coming up here in about a week and two days. Thanksgiving. <laughs> I think Thanksgiving is one of my favorite holidays. You've said that in the past. I know. I feel like, and you're always very shocked. Uh, I'm not shocked. It's cool. Hey, why do you love Thanksgiving so much? I love Thanksgiving. I think I really love Table Fellowship. It's like really important. That to me. is cool. I do love Table Fellowship. Yeah. I think one thing that has always been a downer for me about Thanksgiving uh -huh. is like my job doesn't quit. Like, so if I have a week off, I don't have a week off. Right. So sometimes it stresses me out. Like, Sunday comes every week. Right. So it's like. I got to write a sermon that week. Yeah. Yeah. That, I can see that's really stressful. I do love. I don't know why I'm acting like that's not also part of my job. 
Yeah, I do love, though, the ritual from Thursday through that Sunday, which is sometimes the first week of Advent. Uh-huh. Which it, is it will this year. this year. So it's like um, I have um, – we, we do Thanksgiving, and then I do Christmas decorating all day Friday, sometimes sure. on a Saturday. You do the football. It's the last week in college football. Yes. There's just so fun. much that's rich about it. Then you, you step into the first week of Advent – also rich. really great yeah so um i think i also like napping yeah napping is a good part of the the trip tonight yeah trip tonight from the turkey yeah that's a big deal and yeah and it's like at our house especially all it's like an expected part of the day that yeah. you will take a nap at some point you know i think also it probably doesn't get any kind of airtime but Given America's really troubled racial history, mm-hmm. it is kind of nice that we at least thought to celebrate a moment of unity with First Nations people who, I don't know how fictitious the story actually is, but yeah, um, like that, that was at least seen as a value to celebrate that even if it wasn't true. Right. And who knows? I mean, it seems to be true. It does seem that there was a moment, right? Yeah. Yeah, that, that that particular pocket. Well, and also I think because it's like been historically a celebration, we can also now use it as a moment of like acknowledgement that yeah. like maybe we you know we yeah. colonizers did not like that maybe that moment was good, but we didn't necessarily act upon our best instincts in the years that came forward or whatever. Hey, have you ever seen Pocahontas? Yes. Have you ever seen the windbird fly? <laughs> the the what fly? I don't know. What's that lyrics to that one? Have you ever seen the... Something, something, something. Have you ever heard the wolf cry to the Have blue Have you ever heard the wolf cry? The wolf or cry and the same birds fly. The something bobcat why it sings. Yeah, it's great. Uh, yeah. I mean, again, not a great story, ultimately, but... The John Smith Pocahontas story? Yeah. It's not? No. What's wrong with it? Well, she's like 14 and he was like 40. Oh, that's like a history thing? She yeah. was 14? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. And ultimately, she died like in England, away from her people, sort of like taken as like a... Oh, really? I mean, in the like end a, of the cartoon, she, he leaves on a ship because he got shot. Yeah. But she goes too? Yes, but not out of like love or anything like oh, that. Oh, that part's been fabricated? Yeah. That's awful. Yeah, horrible. Huh. I do think it's... I know it's hard for people to always be like, wow, that's actually a bummer of a story. Uh-huh. But like, um, it is. Do you know what I mean? Like, it is it's a kind of a story, right? It's like I know it gets you. We get tired of hearing that something actually was a bummer, mm-hmm. but also it's like, but it is a bummer. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you kind of mm-hmm. have to sort of. I mean, if that was your daughter, or if you were her, right? Um, you would probably that would be an eternal pain. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so you can't. It doesn't just go away because. Right. Um, well, I'm hopeful in the renewal and redemption of all things that those things are righted. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, same. I mean, it's probably really easy for me to just kind of throw off 200 years later from the comfort yeah. of my home, but. Yeah. Well, um, back to the Thanksgiving holiday. Yeah. So I I did a little recorded thing today for the newsletter that I'll send out here in a while. You did. Yeah, and um, I was thinking about 
meditation, Western kind of meditation, where you actively think of things, not just kind of blank the mind out. Right. And, you know, Paul in Philippians 4, 8, whatever's true, noble, just, good, lovely, good report, praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Uh-huh. And um, kind of an active seeking of the good. Yeah. And I do think that we need to give every intent to being grateful. Uh-huh. That's a good holiday practice. Right, yes. I'm doing a holiday calendar this year, this month. You are? Yeah. Can I tell you one really, um, um, what do you call that word, vain thing I put on my thankful thing? Yeah, sure. Because um, I, I feel like I'm very honest about sort of my physical liabilities hmm. in terms of attractiveness. But I put, I put my hair. Yeah. I got great hair for a four-year-old guy. Yeah, that's so, true. So I might be a little superficial for listeners, but I like my hair. Yeah. Uh, no, I think that's reasonable. Yeah, thank you. Well, yeah. And I do feel like that is a stressful thing for men kind of generally. Mm-hmm. And also sometimes it's hard in a, any kind of transition. But, you, I mean, you still have all of it. I well, my, like. my, I'm told you get your maternal grandfather's hair. That's got to be a wife's tale. But um, oh. he did have a great head of hair up until he died at 100. Really? Yeah. Wow. You know what? Yeah. Well, no. My grandfather, all my both my grandfathers and my dad kind of have like a, a, what do you call it? I don't know. Like it's like just on top kind of. Widow's peak? No, it's like. Oh, just on top. Yeah, it's like they still have plenty of hair, but it's like, you know, a bald, bald spot kind of moves forward. Yeah, kind of I've seen that. I don't know what you call that. So. Don't know the techno lingo. Um, so be thankful, people. For Josh's hair. What's your favorite part of the Thanksgiving meal? Like, what's my favorite dish? Yeah. Um, I think my favorite Thanksgiving dish. Well, you know, I make it. it I think it's stuffing. My grandmother really? has always had a really great stuffing recipe. Oh, a good stuffing recipe can do it. Yeah. And so I've always had, like, you know, the meal I grew up eating, I was always very thankful. Or I always really liked the stuffing. Okay. And it wasn't until I was, like, older that I um, knew that I like tasted stuffing that was bad. Okay. But it does exist. You know what I mean? Okay, now ask me what mine is. What's your favorite Thanksgiving Thank you. food? I think when somebody makes a potato-ish cheesy casserole combo mm-hmm. thing, that thing, if that's a Thanksgiving item, that's my favorite. That's your favorite? Yeah. I also like when people do like the sweet potato yam thing with marshmallows and sugar on the top. You ever had that? Yeah. Yeah, that kind of thing is good. Do you want to know something funny? What? A conversation I had with some friends recently. Mm-hmm. I it was somebody from church was there because I mentioned you and Risa. Mm-hmm. Actually, to be perfectly honest, most people I hang out with are from our UBCers, yeah. so I don't know why I'm, that's confusing to me. But um, I was like, Josh and Risa just keep talking about all the holiday parties that they're invited to, and I was like, I'm not invited to any holiday parties, and mm. they were like. I'm not invited to any holiday parties either. Hmm. And it was like the group of people were, they were, we were with, it was like everyone was kind of like, who is throwing a holiday party? And then somebody said like, I don't think we're in the holiday party phase of life. Actually, I said that. I said, I don't think I'm in the, in the holiday party phase of life. And someone said, yeah, we're in the Friendsgiving phase of life. Yeah, that's true. There are phases. Yeah. And I thought like, oh, that's so interesting to think about. You know, I will say throwing a party takes resources. Yeah. Um. So I've done a couple of my day, but I the last one I did was massive, and I got tired out. It was like 2014. Oh, really? It was huge. I invaded, like, basically the whole church. It was huge. So, but it was fun. I loved yeah. it. 
That sound, does sound fun. Risa's throwing her own, it's a elf sing-along party. Right, yeah. She's invited me to that. Um, um, if I go to that, it'll be for a bit, and then I'm going to leave. So. You'll go, you mean you'll go for a short? Isn't she saying we're going to sing elf songs or something? While, or do you mean you'll go for like a bit, like a joke? No, like just a little while. Oh, okay. Yeah, Is, that's th- what she She's going to sing the songs along with that? Is that what it was? That's what she along? said, yeah. Is there that many songs? I think she wants all of us to sing along. There's Baby, It's Cold Outside. Yeah. I don't know. You know, Elf for Santa me, it's Claus not a... Santa Claus It's not a fave. I don't hate it. I'm actually, actually going to ask her about this. I don't know if she's thought that through. Okay. How many songs there actually are in that movie? Well, do you know what she said to me later was like, I don't actually care about other people at parties. Yeah, she said she just likes having she's fun like, at I just like. Party. I just want to make sure I'm happy. So she could time. probably care less if I came and left. Yeah. Well, I think she probably wants you to be there. Yeah. But... I just don't go out at night, though, is the problem. I have heard you say that multiple times. Yeah. Do you go out at night? I mean, I was out last night. Yeah, it's wild. I don't do it. I was at one day to like a while. Oh, gosh. A bar? It's even worse. Well, we were there for... It's like <laughs> we so We were there loud. for book club. Oh, well, that's acceptable. Okay. I don't like environments where I can't talk. If it's loud of either people or music, no. I'm out. I don't want we were like the only table. I am only there for cerebral stimulation. Yeah, we just talked and I hung out. That. I could do that. One day is actually really cool. One day more. <laughs> um, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to write a medley of musical songs. It's going to be great. Okay. I think, I don't know that you are the only person that's had that idea. It's going to be great. Okay. And yeah, I bet. It's going to be one that you've never heard before. A song I've never heard? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, my medley will be an arrangement you've never heard. Oh, yeah. Okay. I love a medley. Well, um, now, do you watch the football games for Thanksgiving? Yeah. Yeah, me too. We're not doing a podcast next week because you're gone. Right. Yeah, okay. I'm taking the whole week off. Yeah. All right. Well, that's, listener, you heard it here first. So and then make, the other day I tried Make to- other plans to survive next week because <laughs> oh, we're not going to be here for you. I think we've lost our luster because people can, like, people are no longer living in, like, Pandemic? Semi-quarantine, yeah. Well, I don't know that that's true. Oh, really? I think we're just getting started. I agree. About to reach the third levels of heaven. Yeah. Okay, well, it's time for us to reach out to uh, some folks at the in our lives, our social spheres. I would love that. You want to know who this mystery guest is? Who? Hey, Josh. Maddie Whitmore. <gasps> How's it going? Good, you're live on our podcast. Oh my gosh, Maddie! So don't, don't swear. <laughs> Maddie, is this a I good time? Have, um, I have a meeting in like 15 minutes. No, it's perfect, Maddie. It's, it's so fun. Maddie, we are just talking about the topic of Thanksgiving. What okay. What is your favorite part of Thanksgiving? Is it the food? Is it the the family thing? Is it getting ready for the holidays? What is the fo- football? What is it? I would have to say the food and the fact that Christmas is right around the corner. <laughs> yeah, and man. so it's just part of the holidays in general. Yeah. So, Maddie, you're engaged. I am. Your family is from what town? Um, Highlands Ranch, Colorado. And, and where my parents live. Ethan's family is from where? Um, he's originally from Taylor, Texas. So but they live like in Georgetown and Rockdale now. Are you guys in the phase of relationship where you're fighting because you have to carry the stress of where to spend holidays yet? Um, no, we haven't actually ever had that because last year was COVID, so I just stayed here for Thanksgiving. And then this year I'm also staying so we can save money for the wedding. And we, we just done Christmas separately. So okay. next are, year. Are you going to do- 
Are you going to do Christmas apart or together this year? Kind of a last hurrah? We'll be up. I think the plan is to be apart as a last, yeah, like my last Christmas before I married. My last Christmas before you took my heart, you gave it away, and I got it back the next day. No. This is. What is happening? Isn't that a Christmas song? Yeah. Yes, yes. I it mean, totally is. those aren't the words, but it was close. Maddie. Yes. Well, um, are you just so excited about the... I bet it's a different experience, though, doing Christmas in Texas than it is the, the great state of Colorado with its mountains. It is. But it's usually, like, at least at Thanksgiving, it's usually pretty, like, fairly warm in Colorado. But the past, I don't know how many years in Colorado for Christmas, it hasn't snowed. Mm. Let it snow, so. let it snow, let it snow. <laughs> Maddie, are you sometimes surprised by how good my song, my singing is? Yes, constantly surprised. Maddie, in what, a good way, like what, pleasantly surprised. What's the name of your Colorado town again? Highlands Ranch. Now, is that just off of 25 by the mountains, or are you on the western side of the state? Okay, I'm really bad with directions. <laughs> But it's like 20 miles south of Denver. Okay, that's right off 25 by the foot of the yes. mountains. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sure. All right. Well, um, you know, I, I went searching for gold in the state of Colorado one time. You did? Yeah, I, I used some clues from a poem to go find a treasure that was hidden somewhere. Turned out it wasn't there, but I had a really good spot I found. I love that. Yeah. Maddie, I want to know what your favorite Thanksgiving side is. Sorry, Taylor, what was the question? She, your favorite Thanksgiving side. Oh, okay. I have a friend who made this amazing sweet potato casserole for a Friendsgiving Ooh. one year, and I feel like that totally takes the cake, but I really like just, like, roasted sweet potatoes, mm. uh, maybe any sweet potato dish, I guess, or mm. just bread. <laughs> Sounds like you got a sweet potato tooth. Yeah. I, I would say so. I do love a good sweet potato. It kind of sounds like you really like the carbs. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. You know my two favorite food groups are sugar and carbs. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Me too. Why um, does anybody choose anything else? I don't All know. Those, I know. I think they're lying. Those vegetable posers. That's not true. Nobody likes vegetables. Well, but no. I do like, like, I like Brussels sprouts, but it's not my favorite Thanksgiving side. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yes. I'm glad to eat them, but they're not yeah. top spot. They serve the palate to get you set up for good food. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. But you have to eat it first to get it out of the way. Yeah. You have to get to the, save the good stuff for last. I like yes. your strategy, Maddie. Yeah. She really knows what she's doing. All right. Well, Maddie, thanks for tuning in with us on this holiday special. Thanks for having me. Much appreciated. Okay. Bye. Okay, bye. What a winner in the Lord. Ugh, I'm obsessed. Maddie? Yeah. Yeah, she's a good one. Truly. She really is. Who else should I call? She's been in books. Who else would want to be a guest on our show? You can call Kathleen. Kathleen Post? Yeah. You call her. Okay. Get her on the horn. Get her on the horn. Get her on the horn. Who else could we call? Well, I'm, I'll get a guest ready after you get Kathleen ready. Okay. She might not answer. Well, I wouldn't be surprised. Just use your name. Yeah, no, she's, she's like, I don't even want to talk to Taylor. That's not true. Yeah, Joni Mitchell. Let's see if she answers. I can never remember. For some reason, I've never gotten her, like, 
schedule down this yeah, semester. Yeah, I think plus just she sees your name. She's like, mm. no thanks. <laughs> your call has been forwarded to an automatic she didn't answer. Okay, I'm not surprised. Who? I'm trying she's, to avoid calling Kathy Cry. She's in a meeting. Her. I feel like we've called her so much lately. Last time we tried to do Waco Celebrities. Oh, yeah, that's true. And Dylan Meek and Jeremy Everett. And yeah. Should we call JoJo? Who are you? <laughs> yeah. Maddie probably has her number, right? I actually have her number. You do? Mm-hmm. We applied to be in season one of Fixer Up and we got on. And she texted me. And I never deleted it. And I checked with people years later and said, is this Hi. still it? That was Carrie Fisher. She didn't answer. And I do still have her number. Wow. But I don't call her. Because oh. that would just be rude. Because that'd just be rude. Yeah. We could call Sam Goff. He's kind of a... Fam- um, oh, yeah. He's in the hallways. Call him once. Yeah. What do yeah. you say? Call him. Oh, okay. See, you got the bug now. I know. So you can hear the butterfly kisses in there, can't you? I can. That's what I said. Yeah, I sing butterfly kisses to that song. Butterfly kisses. No, that's not how it goes. Your call has been forwarded <gasps> to oh my gosh, he ignored you right away. Okay, well that sounds... We should just do an episode on people that ignore us right away. Like his phone was off? Yeah. Um, no, okay. he, he saw your name and he hit the ignore button. Okay, first of all, rude. That's a rude thing to say. I'm just telling you the truth. Uh, who else? Would be I'm trying to, to do some um, UBC champions so that people will. Oh, I got one. You got one. Yeah. Here's a winner in the Lord. Hey there. Uh, Risa, Josh Carney, UBC. <gasps> Risa. Yes. Who's that? It's Taylor. KK. Oh, I couldn't tell. I was like, it's got to be like Noel. Lindsay or Taylor. Also good <laughs> options. Hey, we're okay. you're live on the podcast right now. Yeah. Well, oh, hello. You should have warned her. Um, Risa, we're talking Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Yes. You'd be interesting to talk to because you have very specific dietary needs. This is true. Tell me about what you can't consume. So the good news is I don't do gluten, okay. but there are mostly gluten-free options for everything now. Yeah. What, do turkey, so, like, for do, the lung... Do turkeys have gluten in them? No, but stuffing does. Yeah, no, I'm just... And so then, it's like the side items, mostly, that get messed up. Now, and for usually, Thanksgiving, will you go to Houston? What? Um, Austin this year, my cousin's hosting. She was just and saying she, she has gluten. Didn't like yeah, that. well, she's gluten-free, too, so it literally oh. makes it so Oh, easy. is this your friend? No, my cousin. Oh, your cousin. That's right. Shout out to Sunny Gallegos in Austin. You're the best. Uh, Risa. Now, Uh here's another way we can strategically use you in this conversation. Okay. Um, Okay. A lot of us, um, after the Thanksgiving meal is over, are going to feel the need to unbutton that top button on our pants Mm -hmm. and then go sit on the couch because we've overdone it. Uh Yeah. You're like a health, health nerd expert. Like, what are some things that we should be thinking about? Do we need to do some push-ups or something? Also, like, Heck no. It's a day of like indulgence is good in moderation, right? Like even yeah. indulgence is well, good. Well, there you have it, folks. Yeah. From a um, certified healthy person who does healthy things. Who does healthy person things. Yes. They say it go is- for it big on Thanksgiving and ask it's for forgiveness today. the next day. 
Right. That's now, the best. What, and you know what? Those leftovers, too. The next day, that's the best. Uh, Risa, what's your favorite um, thing on the, the Thanksgiving table? Mm, that's so hard because I'm a fan of all the things that usually are hard to get gluten-free, mm. like green bean casserole and those like, delicious flaky rolls, you know, that somebody always makes. Yeah. I'm making mm, rolls for Thanksgiving this year. You're making the rolls, Taylor? Uh-huh. Oh, okay, well... If I find a great gluten-free recipe, I might slide it your way and see if you feel like making some of those. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> now, Risa, how old were you when you discovered you could no longer eat gluten? I was old. <laughs> well, relatively speaking, I was 34, so I already lived my best life. Like, you know? I'm 34 do you, now. Do you kind of look at your life like it had meaning before 34 and less meaning after? What? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a little over the top. Okay. But there are things you just can't do well gluten-free, and every place I've ever tried that does the gluten-free option, it's just not the same. Like, pie crust is not the same gluten-free. Most pastries. Right. Like, I've tried all the flours. I've tried the blends. I've tried all the great stuff. There's so many tips out there and websites, and I just, maybe I'm, it's probably human error. Like, it's it's user error on my part, but I can't, I can't figure it out. Now, Risa... Another fun fact about you, because you wear like a lot of hats. So um, now my question is this. Uh, listeners may not know you have a little side business in marijuana oil sales, okay? OMG, so, that's a lie. So like will you put a little bit of marijuana oil in your, um, I don't know, your green bean casserole just to, for health effects and stuff? <laughs> Very much no marijuana going on. That is illegal in the state of Texas where I reside. No, but you, you use the oil from it to do all kinds of things. Well, but it's not, um, it's not marijuana oil. It comes Temp from marijuana. From mar- no, different plants. It's They're got, like cousin plants. It's got like CDC or whatever. C- mm, CBD, C- yeah. Yeah, yeah so, CBD. Yeah, I will tell you straight up, before Thanksgiving family chaos begins, mm-hmm. I will 100% take a good high-quality hemp oil that I love, and all of my children will receive that same hemp oil because it'll just kind of help take the crazy off. You know, help everyone just keep even, okay. even-headed. I like that. You know? Like kind of legalize wine for youngsters. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, 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 we're not good that. You're, you're just making me sound so illegal. Really <laughs> <right> now. Risa, <laughs> yes. um, now at your particular Thanksgiving gathering, uh, mm-hmm. will, will there be a, a variety of political opinions? Oh, yes. And will that be um, part of the, the conversation or will that just stay in the... Oh, I hope not. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So you know how it is, right? Like in the past 18 months to 24 months, things that were already like families who already had diverse views, perhaps have gotten far more diverse or sometimes maybe even extreme. So that's, we will be facing some of that. It's a, it's pretty much a house divided for this Thanksgiving for the first time ever in my family's history. That's going to be a little strange. We'll just hope that the conversation stays respectful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if anybody, if anybody can, I think, be a peacemaker in there and make people feel loved despite their beliefs, I think it's you, Risa. Uh, thank you. I thank think you, you don't have to be a peacemaker to make people feel loved. Well, look at that. There's uh. that prophetic spirit which refuses to stay put. <laughs>
Taylor's got it. She's the, got the that. The subscript there is invite the fight. Invite the fight. No, no. Invite don't. I don't fight. think invite the fight. Maybe, but no. Maybe the convo. Maybe not the fight, but the convo is worth having well, for sure. Sometimes what I think Taylor thinks are conversations other people would put in the, the fight category. Well, people mm. need to learn how to speak about their own personal beliefs. Yeah, there you go. Well, and the truth of the matter is one of the, the, the pieces of hard self-work that I had the privilege of doing in the past 18 months was identifying that there are some things that I believe that are truly worth having those hard conversations for. Yes, exactly. Mm. Risa, do you do that with me? I do, but we pretty much agree on everything. No, I want know? us so, I want us to disagree about something. What would you like it to be? Well, I'm more conservative than Risa. That's true. Theologically. That's true. Theologically? Theologically so, yeah. Yes, I'm the sure. most conservative theological person on staff. I don't think so. And I may Yes, I am. Well, I think it's a battle between you and Toph. I've I've gotten more conservative lately. Yeah, we should talk about that sometime. Okay. Ooh, that should be a whole podcast. I'd love to like hear. Yeah. Where have your like where have your theological beliefs kind of taken a turn toward the conservative and why? Yeah. Is it just age and like knowledge, life experience? Like why? That's so intriguing to me. I think the particularity of Jesus is my my thing. We've talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. And there are some things even within that that we disagree on. Um Yes, for sure. And that, that's okay, too. Like, those are good conversations to have. Yes. I have the right view, and you have the view where you're saved anyways, because I have a... Generous. Yes. Because you have a great God. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, I don't, I don't mind. I don't mind having the weird views, because it's taken me a long time to have the freedom to hold the strange views. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So I'm embracing them for the moment and giving myself permission to change them at any moment as well. Yeah. Someday you're gonna be born again, water filled or water water baptized, spirit filled Christian with me. Josh again. doesn't even believe any of those things he's saying. Yeah, I do. No, you don't. <laughs> yes, I do. Oh my god. Born again. Why do you like? Okay, we shouldn't ruin, baptized. We shouldn't ruin Risa's time. Ah. Sorry. Okay, Risa. We, we actually have to hang up because we're at an hour and a half anyway. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Well, thank you for including me. What a what a sweet treat. Yeah. I'll take now, it. Now, Risa, you have just the best gluten-free um, politic-fighting Thanksgiving that anybody in Austin has, okay? Yeah. Why, thank you. I will. You do, too. You okay. don't have to fight, yeah. though. You don't have to fight. Okay. Talk to you All later. All right. Okay, bye. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. What a winner in the Lord. I think I just yelled into my mic. That's fine. Mike can have it. <laughs> if I look in it, <laughs> look at that line right there. That's your bye. <laughs> She's looking at her vocal effects in the, the recording program. Well, what a, we got to two people, but that's really all we had time yeah. for. Yeah, and so, they were both fun people. What a great day. We love those people. So this is a little longer episode, but hey, you got um, two weeks to, to digest this yeah. before we get back to you. So we had to give you some For time. those of you who we don't come into contact with before the Thanksgiving holidays, we want to say... So... All right. <laughs> Bye. That was a turkey noise. I loved it.